guys. Does it sound really echoey in here? <laughs> I am in the new house. I am so excited. Sorry if I just screamed. Um, I'm actually sitting in the guest room and there's nothing on the walls, but I'm actually sitting on this Tempur-Pedic mattress cover, which I need to talk about on my Instagram because everyone who comes and sleeps on this bed is like, holy shit, what is this mattress? It's not the mattress. It's the Tempur-Pedic mattress cover that I got on Amazon. I think it was a little pricey to be honest, but um, 100% worth it. And very sorry to my editor. It took me a very long time to find this fucking microphone at the bottom of a box. You would think that I would be a little bit more organized and write like microphone in big letters, just like I wrote, you know, spinners, just like I wrote wine glasses, like the important things. Um, and also good luck editing this sound because it's probably quite terrible. But anyway, I'm so, so, so happy if you've been following along on, on uh, if you have been following along on Instagram, um, you saw that I moved into my house this weekend. It has been one journey of a process. I'm so fucking grateful. Um, you know, said this before, put my earnest down, earnest money down, like the down deposit on this house in fucking May of 2021 was told that I'll move in early fall. Then it was November 1st and it was December 31st and it was February. And then, you know, I finally moved in April 2nd. So it's been a long time coming, but so happy, so grateful, so in love with this house. Um, again, if you've been on Instagram, you saw that I had the designers do like the living room, kitchen, dining area. So like when I, I showed up 30 minutes before the movers came um, and everything was done. So it was like the best feeling to have those spaces be completed because I walked in and I wasn't totally fucking stressed out. Um, it was, you know, it already felt like a home. And to me, I think it's so beautiful. I love everything. I got to choose all the pieces with them. Um, and it's funny, my biggest complaint in my old, so I had a, a townhome before that I sold, but my biggest complaint was that it was so dark. Uh, like if it was raining or anything, it was like pitch black. Um, and fun fact, I despise overhead lighting. Like I hate it so much, but my friends would walk in and they would be like, um, like, where are you? Can we turn on a light? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm right here in front of you. And it's like pitch black. Um, but anyway, this house is bright as fuck. Like there's so many windows. I was unpacking boxes the other day in the kitchen, wearing fucking sunglasses, like still waiting on some blinds, have some drapery, but it's just bright as fuck. And I am so grateful for it. And I love it so fucking much. Um, had a couple of requests to go into details on the house a little bit, obviously not going to share a floor plan. Um, but it's, it's actually only a little bit bigger, uh, square footage wise than my other house. But the best part about it, Troy and I have been talking is like, Every single room has a purpose and is like used where in the townhome, it's like 90% of my time was spent on the first floor and it was like kind of cramped. So it felt super small. Like I very, very rarely used all the other rooms. Um, so this just feels bigger. Um, but anyway, speaking of that townhome, I was quite emotional, like always leaving, you know, it was my first home I bought. It when I was 26, like after breaking off an eight-year relationship, living in a brand new city all by myself, you know, for me and Moose, it was Henry's first home. I changed careers in that home. I found all of y'all in that home. Like so much happened there. So many amazing memories with my people that 
you know, I was like cleaning it out and taking out the last, you know, couple bags of trash. And I was like, wait, like, I don't want to leave. I also love my fucking neighbors. So, um, I don't know if I have told this story on the podcast. I think I said it on my Instagram, but I had like 20 offers on my house. Like the real estate market is insane right now. Like if you have a house and you have somewhere else to live, sell it. Like it's it's just wild. Um, but anyway, I narrowed it down to two buyers. One was a couple, they were married, about to have a baby. And one was a single young woman, like buying it for herself. And I was like, sold, honey, it's yours. Here are the keys. Um, but she's so nice and pretty sure she's like a very similar age that I was when I bought it. It's her first home and she was so cute and excited and it just felt so right. So very, very happy about that. But obviously, um, I was so sad leaving it. But anyway, now I'm here in this home um, and this also feels so right. Like the good boys love it. Henry is like, oh my gosh, which bed can I sleep on? Like which room I want to run up and down these stairs? Like uh, <laughs> they're they're a little bit like, wait, is this an Airbnb? Do we live here? I don't know if I've ever said this either, but I like love to smoke a little weed here and there. Um, but I was high as balls the other night and I was talking to Troy and he was like, do you think the, the boys know that this is their home? And I was like, I don't know. What if they're arguing amongst themselves? Like, is this an Airbnb? Did they make the reservation on VRBO? Is this a hotel? And Troy just kind of stared at me and then we were hysterically laughing and I guess you had to be there and you had to be hi to find that funny. But anyway, speaking of Troy, yes, he's moving in. We are so excited. Um, but I wanted to say this, like, it's so wild. You know how we always talk about like the universe um, and how the universe is watching you. I remember when I bought this house back in May, like single as fuck, you know, it's like, okay, this is the last house I'm going to buy, uh, you know, just for myself. The next house I buy will be for my husband and my future family. And I bought this specific one. Like I viewed this house. I was like, okay, I could live here alone. Like I feel safe in this neighborhood. The house seems a little bit much, to be honest, for one person, um, but it'll be great for all my friends. And when I have people over and I'm just so happy with my life, like right now, I'm so grateful I even have this opportunity to even fucking look at this house. Um, if you were following me on Instagram back then, I remember like I walked out of this house with my friend Amanda and I was like, ooh, like this, I don't deserve this house. Like this is too nice. I can't do this. Um, like, I don't even know why I even came and looked at it. And then we went to the Avalon, which is right next door. And, uh, they play music outside. And as soon as we walked, or as soon as we sat down at the crew, it's like a little wine bar, the song High Hopes, which if you know me, that's like a song that I blast all the time. Um, that was playing out loud. And we both like looked at each other and I had like tears in my eyes and full body chills. And I was like, fuck it, I'm buying it. Um, but anyway, I was just like so happy and content and fulfilled in my life. And then a few months later, bam, like my life completely changed and Troy came into it. And now he's here and he's going to live here. And, and Dallas, his dog is going to live here. And it just, everything feels very right in my life. And I feel like I could have had a different mindset and a different language, like speaking to myself about this. And I could have been so sad, like, oh, here's me just 
you know, buying another house alone. Um, but I feel like I was so positive about it and happy. And I just feel like the universe was like, okay, I see you. Here you go. Um, speaking of Troy, this is like a whole different topic, but I had someone write me an email and like in summary, right? This isn't obviously all that they said, but she said, do you ever worry about what would happen if you and Troy broke up? Um, and it had obviously more context, but she was just saying like, she's in such a great relationship. She finds herself going to a negative space so often. And let me say, there's a quote, uh, it's like, it's impossible to be sad and grateful at the same time, aka always be looking for something to have gratitude for and you'll stay out of the negative space kind of. Um, but no, I don't think about that. That's a fucking buzzkill. Uh, <laughs> could it happen? Yes. Like, of course, would I be sad? Yes, of course. But to be completely honest, my life would go on and I would be okay. And like a thousand percent, I've said this before, but I have learned, I think one of the biggest learning lessons that I've learned in my twenties is to not tie my happiness to something that can be taken away from me. Like I remember when I first started my career, I had the sign, I had lots of signs and quotes above my desk, but one of them was like, your career is never going to wake up one day and tell you that it doesn't love you anymore. Um, so like I am over the moon happy right now in my life. Um, but it's not just because of Troy or it's not just because of this house or it's not just because of, you know, something that can be taken away from me. Like I love him obviously more than I've ever loved someone else, but if he wasn't in my life in this moment, I would still be over the moon happy. You know what I mean? So what is something that can't be taken away from you? What is something that no one can strip you of? And that's yourself. And it's why I talk so much about loving yourself, spending time with yourself, knowing you, loving you, whatever. Like Troy, not whatever, but Troy and I are both wildly happy people alone, right? So when we met, there was zero need to be anything but ourselves. And there was no desperation, which made for a very like natural, raw, real connection, um, more so than one I've ever experienced. Like I walked into our first date and I was like, okay, I am happy. I'm so content. I'm so fulfilled in my life as it is right now. So unless this dude is like 10 out of 10, there's truly no need to spend any more time, you know? So, and I feel like he felt the same way. And so when we met, it was just like, fireworks, you know? Anyway, to answer your question, no, I don't worry about that. Um, like first I give world famous blowjobs, you know? <laughs> Second, he's going to London, Mexico, Jamaica this year. He could have fucking gone to Cabo if he knew how to renew his passport. Um, and D, I have platinum status with Uber Eats. So he's not going anywhere, you know? <laughs> Um, speaking of trips this week, another reason why I'm pff, 10 out of 10 girlfriend, uh, this weekend is Troy's birthday. I'm taking him on a trip, which he knows about, like had to tell him, like he has a fucking job, has to be aware. Um, but he has no idea where I'm taking him and it's going to be the best surprise ever. I'll be sharing it on my Instagram. It's going to be a riot. Well, I hope so. I hope he's surprised. I hope he's happy because it took a lot of fucking planning. Um, so, um, 
Okay, not to like switch gears so fast, but the top thing that was requested to chat about today um, was a little bit more of a serious topic. um, And that is like the safety of women and women being safe and staying alive pretty much. So if you're an OG follower of mine, first of all, like I'm obsessed with you. I love you so much. Forever, forever grateful for you. Um, But I think it was last summer when I was walking my dogs and those like garbage truck drivers were full on cat calling me. One of them came up to me and was like, hey, let me help you walk these dogs home. And I was right outside my neighborhood. And I was like, these motherfuckers are about to kill me. Anyway, then I went on a rant on my Instagram about women's safety and had like a five day conversation with my following, like so many tips and tricks, how to stay safe, when to be paranoid. And I saved it to a highlight and it was literally shared over 2000 times. Like it was amazing advice. The whole highlight was like chock full of tips and people being like, oh my God, I never thought about that before. Thank you for sharing like insane shit. And then I guess when my fucking account got disabled two times, one of those times it must have gotten deleted because I cannot find it. And it's actually happened a lot. Um, I'll like look for a highlight and I Googled it. You can have an unlimited amount of highlights. You can only have a hundred story slides in a highlight, um, but you can have as many highlights as your fucking heart desires. So I know I didn't delete it. Um, so fucking someone did. But anyway... If you missed it, the other day I was walking my boys, the dogs, um, alone. And I'm just a super paranoid person, like kind of always have been, was always taught to be. Um, and I'm very aware because I always think that someone's going to kill me. Um, hold on, I got a burp. God, I'm so respectful that I burped off the mic. Um, but anyway, I was walking and this motherfucker rolls up next to me and his shithole silver Toyota, no offense. And I, and he said something and I don't remember because I was like blacked out. And he was like, I would love to bend you over and fuck the shit out of you. And then he like licked his lips and I almost vomited. He was like this fat fucker. Oh God. And I looked at him and I said something along the lines of like, lick my nuts and go die in a fire, which clearly pissed him off um, because he was like and like revved forward, sped off. And then I watched him. He turned into a driveway and then he peeled out and like floored it right back to us. And I was like, this dude is about to fucking shoot me or run me over. So I like moved off the sidewalk into a yard behind a tree. And then he shouted something along the lines of shoving something up my ass. And maybe he meant like I had something shoved up my ass because he didn't love like my response. Um, but then he peeled away and then I started to walk home, like walk in the same direction. And he came back again and slowed down. And I was like dripping in sweat. And I was like, here it goes. Like I'm about to die. Um, but he was like, I don't really remember what he said, but it was like, it's okay, baby. Like you'll like it. Something like fucking repulsive, something abs like disgusting that like makes the the hair on your neck stand up like not in a sexy way um then I had some choice words to say back to him which I will not repeat um but I screamed them so fucking loud and he sped off and um you know it's just like full of adrenaline and I was out of breath and I was just like oh my god um but then this cute little landscaping guy like ran over to me he saw the whole thing and he was like oh my god are you okay like do I need to call someone And I was like, no, you're probably trying to kill me too. But anyway, 
I said, thank you. Um, but then I walked home and the entire time I was just like, this guy is going to be waiting at the top of this hill before I get to my house. And anyway, it was just like beyond scary and it's hilarious. Not really. Cause I remember this guy, um, I, he's done this to me before because I remember when I went to Hawaii in September, I stupidly like stopped eating a ton of carbs and I swear my butt shrunk. Like I was reaching out to all my friends, sending nude photos of my butt. And I was like, guys, look, it's so small. Um, but I remember that this guy, uh, I was walking my dogs in like an area kind of close, like not the same area, but very close. And he rolled down his window and he's like, you've got a great little ass. And in my brain, I was like, see guys, like I told you it's small. Like he said, it's little. Anyway, I vividly remember him because it triggered me so bad. Not because of his comment that should have triggered me as well, but it was more like, fuck my butt's small. You know what I mean? <sighs> anyway, it's just so fucking wild to me that women like can't even walk down the street in leggings and a tank top. Like Usually I'm wearing an oversized shirt, but of course that day I was wearing a fucking tank top and leggings. And it really doesn't matter what you're wearing, to be honest, because I'm sure that everyone can say that you could be wearing a plastic bag and some trash hole dude is going to be like, yeah, like this girl wants my dick. Like, yeah. Um, but remember in middle school when you like couldn't wear tops that showed your shoulders because it might be distracting to the little wiener boys? Like, no, you know what's distracting is how I'm layering this disgusting Abercrombie & Fitch lace tank top over my hot pink Hollister polo shirt and then my denim skirt with leggings underneath because God forbid you show a fucking inch of skin. Like that's distracting. It's so ugly. Like, like I ha, oh mom, I have to show off this cami. Like I'm gonna layer it over this polo. Like, doesn't it look so good? Like what is wrong with that whole fucking situation? And they weren't Abercrombie and Fitch tank tops or Hollister polos. They were like knockoff from the weather vane. And if you know what that is, then eh, like weather vane is the tits and was super cheap. Or JCPenney. JCPenney has some good shit. Okay. Um, or Maurice's. Did you guys ever shop there? Like Maurice's had like some ugly ass shit, but they also had some fire fucking shirts. Anyway, um, I started a new highlight and it's called Staying Alive 2. Um, <laughs> but I think that it has some really great tips in there. Um, how to stay safe, places to like be paranoid that you maybe wouldn't think of. They're all from you guys. It's like a collection of like responses. So highly recommend, but I wanted to like recap the top ones that were the most talked about um, and like the top tips, okay? So here they are. And these are in no particular order. They're all fucking important. One of the, I think uh, I learned this from like a Marine or uh, my brother told me it from being in the army. I don't know. I've, I've read it in books, but I've seen it a lot lately, which I love. So I always look people in the eye and say something to everyone. It makes you more or less of a target, I think. Um, it makes a human to human connection, but every time I'm walking, I look at someone, I'm like, hi, how are you? And then when I'm walking past them, I turn around and make sure that their ass keeps fucking walking. Um, 
I also very rarely have AirPods in. And if you do, if you have to be like on a phone call, keep one out. Like, don't be like blasting fucking Eminem walking down the street or even shopping in a mall or anything. Like you need to be fucking aware. Another hot tip, don't park next to a van. Don't park next to an SUV. Don't park next to anyone. Park fucking somewhere else. Like try to avoid parking garages. Like, isn't it so fucking wild how we as women need to go like an extra step to find parking that's not in a fucking parking garage because we think we're going to be fucking murdered? It's obnoxious. Um... Anyway, we even need to think about our clothing and our hair. Like, don't wear hoodies. They're easy to grab. Don't wear a ponytail. Don't wear a backpack. Like, those are things that you actually need to think about. Um, When I'm walking alone, sometimes I call people and I'll put it on speaker. Um, Especially, like, if I'm about to walk past someone or I'm walking past a group of, you know, dudes who are sitting on the sidewalk. I don't know, but I'm like, Hey, yeah, I'm just walking down XYZ road with the dogs. Like, how are you? How's it go? You know what I mean? I'm having like a conversation that's out loud. Um, be very aware at grocery stores. This was something that I shared. And then so many people were like, Holy fuck. I never thought about that. But there are people like, just, just imagine that everyone fucking sucks. Right. Um, but there are people who will watch you walk into like a grocery store alone um, and know you'll be distracted when you're putting groceries into your car. Like people literally target you. Like, I'm sorry if this is triggering to people, but I would rather y'all stay alive than be naive that this isn't gonna fucking happen. Um, I don't in this list really go into talking about being with kids because I can't necessarily relate. I don't know what that's like, but that is so... I hate to say that it's dangerous, like you shouldn't do it. Obviously, I know you have fucking no other choice, but you need to be so, (sighs) that just like makes me so fucking furious. But anyway, um, there are in my highlights on Instagram, some top, some, some tips for if you have kids, um, but like being in a grocery store, like you're just so fucking distracted, right? Um, Anyway, try not to go shopping or anything at night. If you guys can't tell, I'm reading off of a list because I'm prepared. Like I said last episode, new house, new me, prepared with a list. Um, My dad also has always said this to me, but keep your head on a fucking swivel. Don't be looking at your phone. Be looking for people who are going to hurt you. Like, be aware. Like, Keep your head on a swivel whenever you're walking. If you open a door, keep your head on a swivel before you get out of your car, before you get into your car, before you walk into your house, before, like if you're walking down the street and you're about to take a turn that's going into your house, fucking put your head on a swivel and make sure someone's not following you. Like if you feel that someone's following you, don't be pulling into your driveway, like pull into a different road. Like just be fucking paranoid is the whole synopsis of this, right? Um, I saw this also on my highlights. This is something that I think she learned from uh, like self-defense class. But when you're walking in a row of cars, right? Like let's say you're pushing a grocery cart down a row of cars, walk in the center of the aisle. Like don't walk super close to the other cars because people could be sitting there and they could snatch you. Walk in the center of the aisle, okay? Um, don't even get me fucking started on hiking. Like when, whenever we hear fucking dateline, blah, 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 woman murdered in the woods, walking alone with her dog. 
Like, where's the fucking dog? I would like to know. Why don't they update that on us? Why don't they update us on that? Um, Let's just not hike alone, right? Like, you might have a German Shepherd at the end of the day. Let's walk with a serious weapon. Let's walk with a few people. Let's not do it at night. Let's not do it at, at sunrise. Like, let's just... Power of people, okay? And speaking of, this is a personal choice. Don't even want to have the conversation about it. And it might depend on where you live. But please consider carrying a gun. Like, get a concealed carry permit. Um, Keep one in your house. Like, I'm sorry, but if someone's going to try to shoot me, I'm going to fucking shoot them. Um, Might be controversial. Don't really give a fuck. Um, What about pepper spray? What about a taser? I have a great taser. Um, the, the birdie, like B-I-R-D-I-E, it's a personal alarm. It's fucking loud and obnoxious. Make sure that you update the battery. Make sure that you test it every once in a while. Get something that will protect you. A knife. That's also great. This girl said that she walks with a knife in her sock. That sounds unsafe to me, but if it works for her, then that's great. Maybe it's like folded up. Um, yeah. So also another thing. This is from, I like had this full-blown conversation with this woman who was attacked in her own home. It was disgusting. I think I go into um, what actually happened to her in a little bit, but um, so many people say this, be loud, like make a fucking scene, be rude. That's why when this guy was talking to me, I screamed, like what I said was not fucking polite, Um, but I screamed it and it obviously caught people's attention, but um, I remember, I don't remember where the fuck I was. It was somewhere in Myrtle Beach, but this guy was walking super close to me and I just turned around and I was like, back the fuck up, pal. And I said it in like a very loud, like people people looked at me and he put his head down and walked the other way. Like us as women are taught to be polite and ladylike and sweet and nurturing and kind. Like why the fuck do you think we get attacked all the time? Like men aren't taught that. Do men have these issues? No, they're taught to be strong and loud and protective and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, fuck that. Like if you, and if you are getting attacked, fight like as dirty as you can, that makes, that like gives me chills and makes me want to cry. But like take a self-defense class, but I don't know about you. I've taken them before. And I'm sure that if I was attacked, I would like blackout and forget the moves, but I'm going for ball sacks. I'm going for thumbs in the eyes. I'm going for kneecaps. I'm fucking screaming like as loud as I can. I'm literally going to go ape shit. I hope this never fucking happens to me or anyone, but I know that this might sound obvious, but I feel like women, we're just, we're, we're taught to be like quiet, right? And no, we need to literally be The opposite of that. Fuck being polite. Like, even if the person's like, whoa, like, what are you talking? Like, you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. Like, would rather honestly be alive. Um, Okay, so another thing. When you get into your car, immediately lock the door. When you walk into your house, immediately lock the door behind you. Like, make sure all your windows are always locked. I have um, sensors on every single one of my windows. Like, if someone tries to like jimmy it from the outside, the alarm will sound, it's obnoxious. I got it as loud as possible. Um, Make sure you have cameras everywhere in, like if you live in a house, right? Um, I guess if you live in an apartment too, you could have, um, oh, if you live in an apartment, what is it called? Fuck, I should have figured this out beforehand. Google it. There's something that you can buy that attaches to your door because a standard like hotel door, a standard apartment door, the, the lock is not that 
like heavy duty, right? So you need to put a different sort of, it's not a deadbolt. I know what that is, but um, it's like a fucking extra security thing where someone can't just like kick your door in, right? Like the screws, if you Google it, the screws on a standard door that like, you know, connect to the wall or whatever are super short and AKA easy to kick in. You need to get longer ones um, and just go ape shit like that. But anyway, cameras, security alarm. I even have on my house, like, uh, and it's annoying, but I don't give a fuck. If someone is standing, like they call it lingering, um, like in my driveway or at my front door or on the side of my house or on the other side of my house, like if someone is lingering, the, the camera beeps. And so then you look up at it and you can see like the red, uh, blinking, AKA, Hey motherfucker, like I'm recording you. Um, I think that that's a good option. So another thing, speaking of a house or apartment or anything, do not let people into your house. Like there is no reason why an Uber Eats driver needs to hand you your food. Like they can leave it on your doorstep and you can thank them with a tip via the app. Um, This one girl that I was talking to, uh, she said that she was attacked by a I Sorry if I'm saying this wrong. I'm pretty sure it was a grocery delivery man who was like, hey, let me set these on the counter for you. Like, no, goodbye. Leave my shit at the door. I will tip you. Maybe. Yes, always tip. Just kidding. Um, On the app. You know what I mean? There's no reason for someone to fucking you to open your door. That's vulnerable as fuck for you to open your door. Okay. Um, If you do live alone, if you need something repaired, like, uh, your AC, for example, call a neighbor man and have them come over. Speaking of neighbors, get to know them. They can literally save your life. I told my neighbors, um, sorry, that if my car alarm was ever going off, it could mean that like, I need help. I'm getting attacked or something. I sleep with one of my key fobs in my nightstand and like would press it if I needed help. Um, but it was so cute one day. Oh my God. It makes me want to cry. Um, what like the neighbor right next to me in my old house, her car alarm was going off. Um, so Troy like ran outside and three other guys in my neighborhood were, all, were they were already outside, like looking at my house. Um, Cause they, they knew that I had told them that. Right. And it was at like five in the morning. So anyway, get to know your neighbors. Um, it, that's really, really important, but also like, don't let, people in your house alone. Do not, that, that is so fucking vulnerable. It makes me sick. Um, another good one. This is kind of obvious. Well, maybe not obvious, but, um, share your location, right. With as many people as possible. Like people need to know where you are at all times. If you live alone, like 1000%, you need to have your location shared. Um, when dating, if you're single, make sure your friends in your town, like who lived there and could immediately help you know exactly where you're going, what time, who this dude is, pictures of him, like find good friends who, who worry about you, right? Like all in all guys, stay paranoid, be rude, be aware, don't trust people, trust your gut. If it's off, it's off. Like you do not have to be polite. You do not have to be this person who, it worries about other people's feelings. I know that this podcast is called Don't Be a Dick, but in this instance, be a fucking dick. Like be rude and loud, stay alive, okay? Like that's what you need to do. 
You need to stay alive. You don't need to be fucking polite, okay? Um, Also, don't think that it can't happen to you, right? Like it doesn't happen until it does. It takes one fucking time. Like people want to feel good and think that this world is safe and everyone has good intentions and, oh, that guy was just being nice. Like blah, blah, blah. Like, no, there are some huge pieces of shit in this world who literally want to hurt you. They want to hurt people that you love. If you are one of the five dudes who listen to this podcast, I remember one of the best things that happened in that staying alive highlight last year is I had so many men be like, I'm sharing this with my daughter. Thank you for sharing this. I'm telling my wife, like, thanks for this reminder. I need to have this conversation with my girlfriend. Like, it's like, take care of, your people and make sure that they are aware that this shit fucking happens. Like we don't live in rainbows and sunshine. I know that we, we like to stay positive and we like to think good things, but like you also need to be aware that there are people who fucking suck. Okay. And like, if anything happened to one of my girls, I would, AKA y'all, I would fucking go on a manhunt, you know? Um, but anyway, on that note, I'm going to go unpack some boxes. I have um, a lot to do. (laughs) Does anybody want to have an unpacking party? Because it fucking is so, like, obviously my life is not hard. I am so grateful for it. But it's, I fucking hate unpacking. And if you watched my um, stories, like in the last couple weeks when I've been packing, I've literally just like thrown shit into boxes. Like I'm so fucking unorganized. Like, will I ever get better at this? Probably not. Anyway, so grateful to have the boxes. So grateful to have this new house. So grateful, obviously for all of you. Um, I love you guys so much. I hope everyone has a phenomenal week. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, GB Clark in my bio, I haven't said this a lot, but in my bio, you can find my private, it's women's only Facebook group. Um, you know, throw me a review on the podcast app, wherever you're listening to this, you know, five stars, 10 stars, 20 stars, whatever it is. Um, I love you guys. And I will, uh, see you next week. See you on the gram. Bye.